0: Falling! All right, all right, everybody take a seat, grab a drink, let's get this show started. Welcome back to another episode of Dishonorable Mentions. I'm excited, Crystal. Aren't you excited? What
1: are you so excited about?
0: Well, not only is this another episode of Dishonorable Mentions, which is one of the most popular shows that we have on here, it's also number 25 of season two, which if you remember, season one ended with 75 episodes. So put those two together. What does that mean?
1: It means a hundred times you got your shit together enough to make one of those shitty podcasts.
0: What? I thought you'd be a little bit more excited about this. This I, I don't understand. Oh, I know what's going on. I almost forgot. What I almost forgot
1: Um, does not surprise me. You're not forgot something.
0: You're not you. You're not you. And I almost forgot. Listen, let me finish up. Let me finish up this intro real quick, and I'll join you. So, number one hundred, fallen three hundred and sixty podcast. Thank you to everybody that's been following us, sharing our stuff. Continue sharing. Uh, no
1: one gives a shit.
0: Everybody loves this podcast. We wouldn't be doing this for over two years, 100 episodes, uh, number 25 for season two, but this is going to be a good one. We've got a great show for you today. We have a great guest.
1: You say that every week. So every week is a great show. I know you
0: are not you right now, so I'll forgive you. Uh, just give me a second. Let me get through this real quick. Um, our good old friend Bernie Conrique joins us, uh, to talk about, um uh, today's uh dishonorable mention because uh he knows the dude so th- enough said I'll, I'll let you guys hear the show it's an amazing show crystal and him get into it uh you do not want to miss that it, it is it is uh one of my favorite shows so i'm glad this was number 100 now crystal or you know i don't want to say your name because i don't want the audience to know already um thank you for being here today i know next month I mean, next month, next week, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, how have you're gonna you back, so thing going to be back. So hold on. Can calm you? down. Let me let me join you. you real quick. Let me conjure my yes. spirit. Okay. Oh. Give me a second.
1: Well,
0: hello. How are you doing there, little lady?
1: You sound like a Mexican.
0: Happy to be on this podcast with you. Mm hmm. I'm excited.
1: Well, hell's bells, you're excited. I'm excited for you. I know you decided to be excited.
0: I normally stick to the shadows of the night, but for this time, I'm happy to join the light and co-host a podcast with you.
1: We got a motherfucking vampire over here talking mm. like he's a hippie.
0: Next week, me and you, we will we'll be hosting. This podcast, you know this, correct?
1: I don't know shit.
0: Well, I just
1: am doing my thing and then, floop, I get stuck in this stupid bitches. We're finally going to
0: tell the world Mm -hmm. the truth. The truth that everybody is evil. The truth that there is evil in all of us.
1: If you're a man.
0: Mm. Well, for now. Let's just start today's show We will see you guys Next week If you guys don't know by now who we are Then are you really Fans Do you really follow us Do you really know who I am And who you are Does anybody know Who they really are
1: Oh my gosh I have to spend an hour with you
0: Here's the show this is it. This is the show we've all been waiting for. I hate this. Why?
1: Because it's so sad and depressing. You say
0: that every time.
1: I hate this you one say the that most.
0: Every single time we do a I dishonorable I almost didn't mentions.
1: even sit in on this. I was going to be like, no, why didn't you guys just do it? You almost
0: didn't sit in on this?
1: Yeah, I hate this guy.
0: So when you um, say oh, you I'm, guys. I'm um, talking
1: about Kunrique. I hate this guy. Oh, the guy
0: that's, <laughs> no. the guy that's on the other line. Oh,
2: good to know. <laughs>
1: You thought I was talking about the serial killer.
0: Well, yeah. Well, not really a serial killer. More, you, this was a spree okay. killer. A
1: spree killer. Sorry.
0: But uh, you've given a you've given away some of the information already. So let's okay. let's slow down.
1: Let me let's
0: introduce it. our guest. Let
1: me get back in the kitchen.
0: Let's let's introduce the. <laughs> uh, please don't. <laughs> I tasted your omelets. <laughs> oh Jesus! I heard about them. So on the other line. Is mm-hmm. our good old friend in the uh, actually, he was one of our first guests on season two as well. Um, right, weren't you? No, yes. well, uh, for the dishonorable mentions, yeah, we talked about uh, Private Jerry. Oh, yeah, so you guys know, uh, good old Bernie Conrique, retired veteran, uh, the most honorable man I've ever known. Uh, so, uh, we bring them onto the show to talk about dishonorable people. <laughs> do
2: most handsomest you've ever known.
0: Most handsomest, yes. Do you um, guys want to alone? No, no, we're good. We're okay. good. <laughs> I want to slowly, slowly bring you into the, okay. the threesome. So, you gotta <laughs> work it in nice and slow first. So, anyways, yes, we talked the last time you were on here, we talked about Private Jerry, uh, the poor little, uh, dirt bag oh, no. that got killed at, uh, where was it? Not Fort Hood. Fort Lewis. Ah, Fort Lewis. There you go. And um, the dudes and the group that was involved, the E4 Mafia, involved in in his murder. That was a that was a fun little uh, fun little uh, podcast, little show. But uh, yeah, we had a lot of people call in about their experiences too. So apparently, Fort Lewis is full of uh, uh, a lot of uh, violence, a lot of murder, a little mystery. Scooby Doo would lo- would love hanging out at Fort Lewis. <laughs> endless enlisting
2: i I think think fort hood is trying to come up Oh,
0: oh yeah
1: fort hood's like hold my beer
0: well we did a whole episode normally dishonorable mentions goes to a person a veteran that either killed someone or did some dishonorable shit by going around you know serial killing things like that and uh fort hood actually took uh the the title like as a as a whole base so that was a, a fun episode. So if you guys haven't heard those, go back and listen to those. Fort Hood and then the, the very first ensemble mentions was the, the, the murder of Private Jerry. But anyways, uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about uh, Robert Bales. And the reason Conrique is back with us, uh, good old Bernie, is because he, once again, has some ties to a serial killer. Or in this case, a spree killer.
1: I'm concerned about him.
0: Or, or some type of violence And I don't think we've t- uh, We've scrapped uh, sorry, I can't even talk today I don't think we've scratched The surface of this uh, Iceberg known as Bernie Conrique <laughs> Yeah So today we're gonna get into it We're gonna talk to Bernie And see why he's so attached To these murderers Yeah And why he likes them so much
2: Yeah You know it, They just they just End up being around me somehow it's, You know it's, it's like I'm a mobster It's like I know all the criminals But I'm clean myself.
0: You can't get Indicted Exactly.
1: Maybe he's just good at blaming other people like all of this
0: He sets everyone up.
1: Yes. He's (laughs) doing all this stuff.
0: Private Jerry was not murdered by five uh, Different e4s and e3s. They were murdered by one e6 Yeah. Now we know so this is what happened. Do you remember? What was it Voltron where all the kids there was like four kids or five kids that all came together and like as as separate robots, they would. You know, <laughs> the, uh, if you take three privates and two e4s, you make one conrique. <laughs> and that's what happened. Yes. <laughs> or Power Rangers, you know, same shit, same concept. Go go Power Ranger. So um, let's talk about Robert Bales. Okay. All right. So first, I'm gonna describe a little bit about uh, Robert. And is I'm his, gonna throw his, up. His history his past and a little bit about what he did and then we'll let konriga talk about his history with with this mm-hmm. uh this gentleman this this veteran spree this killer shit. robert bales born on june 30th 1973 uh is a former united states army soldier and spree killer who murdered 16 afghan civilians in Penjway kandahar afghanistan on march 11th, 2012 so eight years ago an event known as the Kandahar Massacre. So anybody out there listening, if you guys remember that, that, that name, Kandahar, Kandahar Massacre, that's this guy that we're talking about. Uh, in order to avoid the death penalty, he pleaded guilty to 16 counts of murder and 6 counts of assault and attempted murder in a plea deal. On August 23rd, 2013, he was sentenced to life in prison without possibility of parole. And to my knowledge, he is still alive, correct? Yeah. And you have you been in touch with him by the way? Or not? I did really?
2: write him. I never got anything back from him.
0: You uh, wrote him be once?
2: I wrote him once. I never got anything back. It could be because he still probably has appeals and stuff and doesn't want to talk about what talk about, happened.
0: So this is Also, you yeah.
1: probably sent nudes and he's like, "No,
0: can't get these." I,
1: well, he just doesn't want them. He's looking for a dependa, a, a, pen, a prison dependa. A prison dependa. Uh-huh. And Korean Gate just pen, doesn't
0: Pen fit. pal dependa? Yeah. Pen, <laughs> p, a PP. A Pamela. A PPD? A pen pal pen Pamela. Pal, pen pal Pamela. That's what is that the name now that we're getting? him? I just invented that. But because the guy,
1: you know, that one guy that killed his wife and his children, they just did a Netflix oh, thing. Oh, yeah. They said he's got all kinds of girlfriends writing him.
0: Yeah, he was a good-looking dude. Yeah. and they, He had a six-pack. He was working out and everything. I mean, he was trying to trade up. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I don't know why he had to kill his kids, though. You know what I mean? Like, I know. That's, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> oh, well, uh, um, I <laughs>
2: thank you. From, are you guys talking about the the guy that killed his wife and stuffed his two little girls into, like, a barrel? Yep, yeah. Or, or, okay, that yeah, terrible.
0: that's the that new show on Netflix.
1: Yeah, and they just came out that he has tons of girls riding him.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Gross! I I can see that.
2: Those girls got something,
1: something off on the top side. They do. Yeah.
0: Well, apparently, a lot of these serial killers or murders in prison, they have fans. Ugh. I don't know if uh, that's the correct name, the pin pal Pamela's. Pin pal Pamela. Pamela? It is from now on. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're a pin pal Pamela, aren't you? Yep. Look at you. You should become one, Crystal, just so we can get uh, just so we can get uh, letters back from these guys. Ugh. It's for the show. No. You want the show to grow?
1: No. You want the show to grow?
0: Become a pen pal Pamela.
1: That would make me a pin pal pimp, and I don't want to do that.
0: No, I would be the pen pal pimp. <laughs> pin pal pimp and you're the uh, pin pal Pamela. No, yes, sir. No. I want to do it just so that I can be called the Pin Pal Pimp.
1: You know what? Why don't I, you write the letters? I have me
0: five girls writing letters out, <laughs> but they give me back what they get. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh there's our new there's our new business, Conrique. Right? Pin Pin Pal Pimps. So well, you,
2: you you know have you heard that there are businesses that these women will people will send them panties they wear it for like a day or two but that that stench in there or smell or aroma however you want to call it and they mail it back and they sell the panties worn by such a woman Yeah because people people like panties with smells
0: I I can see that I've never heard of this or don't know about it or would participate in it but I've I can see how it could be popular <laughs> I can see why I'll, some men would be attracted to that.:
2: I'll go ahead and uh, I'll DM you the link for
0: Oh: Yeah, why? just for research purposes. <laughs> yeah. For research purposes. We'll be posting that problems. link out there, so imagine like it's, it's funny because women it will you can do that with women's underwear, right, and spray it down and it looks beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it, it's obviously not going to smell like a woman that's been working all fucking day like you're not going to take your fucking chones off after a 12 hour day working out in the freaking sun or driving around and shit right um not you're going to you're it's it's all made up stuff so nice and but you would never have women asking for men's no chones never no. never like sh- make it real never baby know. make it real yeah. well, you know some, give it some, some
2: women out there might be
0: little brown stains the
1: pin pal pamela's probably asked for it
0: they might oh yeah with some evidence huh <gasps> A little DNA in it What are those stains In the front There's (laughs) stains up In the front And in the back The ones (laughs) in the front Are a little white The ones in the back Are a little brown
1: This, uh, see, I knew I should have sat this one out. And we haven't even talked. We haven't even talked <laughs> about Robert.
0: It. We haven't even talked about Robert yet. Uh, this is what happens when all buddies get together.
1: I know. I was like, I should have just let you guys have a bro and
2: there's out. There's not even no beer involved yet. No,
0: the only thing I am drinking is a little <gasps> seltzer, a little Corona seltzer, because I was out doing yard work and I felt real Mexican. And so I was like, get me a Corona. And Crystal brought Corona hard seltzers. <laughs> <laughs> Like, do you realize this is like, this is like a white boy drink? Oh, Corona Seltzer, Sparkled or spiked sparkling water, made by Corona Blackberry line. But it is refreshing, so I'll tell you. With
1: that. all this criticism, I just feel like writing, <laughs> getting a pen pal boyfriend. Yeah, go get yourself a pen pal.
0: <laughs> go for it, pen pal, Pamela. All right, so let's let's continue with this guy, Matt, because the audience oh. is like, look, we we checked on this show because we want to hear about murderers and dishonorable yes. people. Not your guys' fucking shit show. <laughs> so I guess originally, well, here, why don't you tell us a little bit about, since you did mention, this is what kind of threw us off, that you did write to him at the beginning, but you never heard back from him. Tell everybody why you even wrote back to this guy. I mean, why you wrote <clears throat> to this guy in the first place. So give us your little history with him.
2: Well, I wanted to get his side. Not, well, not really his side of the story, because there's really no side of the story. He, you know, he did what he did. And it was pretty shitty. But I wanted to, just to check in on him, see how he's doing. I mean, because ultimately, I did serve with him. You know, two, we did two tours together. We were friends. You know, we were colleagues. And I understand people do break or, or they flip out. So I wanted to see, you know, how he was doing. And I guess his side of the story or why, or if he even could talk about it.
0: But nothing, huh? But nothing back, no. So, yeah. So you could say you guys were battle buddies. You guys knew each other. You said two deployments. You guys were both NCOs. Yeah. Yeah,
2: we we grew up in the military together. We started off together, you know, as privates, specialists, sergeants, and then, you know, staff sergeants together until, you know, we went our several ways. Infantry. Yeah, infantry.
0: Um, you when you you it's funny because you say we went our own separate ways and you retired not long after
2: i went went to i ended up moving to arizona oh that's right
0: that's when we met
2: i became a i was part of the recruiting retention department and then and then i did some sub stuff with like yellow ribbon and.
0: for the the nasty girls yeah yes i do okay so yes that's right that is the time when we met and then so, obviously, he stayed in, and 2012 is when this happened. 2012, you're already here in Arizona, but a few years after this is when you got out.
2: A few yeah. No, well, I, a few years before, well, this happened a few years after I had, we had already split our own ways, because it happened in 2012, and I got out April
0: 12. Oh, okay. So, from, so from, from active duty. duty, yeah. Either way, yeah. Um, I was trying to see if I could pinpoint that time when you literally split ways and oh 2009 to make sure that you were not involved with this at all so
2: no i made sure to do 2009 you know so
0: you knew something was going to happen already you kind of felt it you kind of felt him breaking break <laughs> <didn't> say that. <laughs> no but so what would you say in your experience from your deployments because i know I, me and you've talked a little bit i mean you, they weren't easy deployments uh, you know, there was a, from your experience. I don't know if he was in uh, with you in in some of those uh, some of those times that you talk about, because you know you are a Purple Heart recipient, um, so you've seen some shit. You've been blown up, shot at, you know, all that good shit. And so, was he in those same type of situations? And do you yeah. believe some of that stuff could have caused him to to break eventually?
2: I do. I do. It's um when when we first went to Iraq in two thousand three, you know, it was you know, it was it was just us fighting other people, and then we went back out in 2006 or 7, and it was more people slash electronics and the bigger stuff. And from what I can, my my biggest takeaway from this is it's hatred. It's it's being tired of being somewhere and not being able to do something. Because without getting into politics, a certain certain politicians took away our ability to defend ourselves. They took away things like, you know, you can't, at first it was like, you shoot if you see them, right. you shoot if you move. Then it went to that to you shoot when they see a weapon. And then it changed and it went to you shoot them when they shoot at you. And then it went, you know, it, it, it goes like that. So you lose the yeah. ability to protect yourself. You lose friends, you lose everything. And I feel like anger got the best of him and he just flipped out and just went out and just. And just wanted to get revenge on any on anything that wasn't American out there. And I know the anger because I've been through that anger. It's just he's did he's this is what his fourth deployment I think. Yeah. And 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 after four deployments of year long tours, except for our second tour because their second tour was six months, we went over the year mark. Right. And, and. And I'm assuming he just he just finally gave into the hatred and 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 wanted
0: to get it out from what i read too that right before i think a few days before this happened he had lost some buddies or they had been attacked or shot at something like that and um so you know obviously with everything else that that you guys went through and other deployments that he went through who knows what he saw and what happened but to add to it you know i think the breaking point may have been this this last time they got shot at attacked and finally you know just broke but um, we're gonna go a little bit further back now and kind of talk about this guy's history because before the military, um, there was already some signs there about you know I don't know maybe um, maybe a little uh, arrogance there was um, there you know there was a lot of stuff there and I don't know if it's necessary mental health or whatever but there were signs there that he was uh, willing to do or go and cross the line if you will in certain situations. So I know Crystal. Um, when she read up she really got into this because you know obviously with her her background she really likes to look at people and you know as they're growing up and um see if there's any signs there so um you want to take it away crystal and talk a little bit about that
1: well i think you need to talk about what he did everyone's probably like what did he do we're gonna get
0: to it but okay. i want to talk about his his past
1: oh okay so i think that while i respect what Ricky says because he's been in serious shit um and i understand that anger i've heard other people explain that anger but i think this is a person who was not taking care of himself um and his and he didn't the military has all of these avenues like he could have done things that if he felt that anger coming up, but some of the things is like he was drinking that night. And I know, I mean, I drank when I was in Iraq. I know I'm not saying that that's the sin. But it's like, if you know that you're feeling these feelings, you're angry, you're and then you add alcohol onto it. And I think really, this was a case of self suicide. You see it a lot when people kill themselves, but they kill the their wife and their kids at the same time and you're like why do they do that why why don't you just kill yourself because they're so narcissistic that they can't imagine their family like um
0: living without them yeah and, and knowing life yes. or knowing that he was a bad guy or having thoughts that you know i my father was a freaking Douchebag or a killer yeah. or or he couldn't take it or committed suicide whatever exactly right?
1: yeah. so I kind of feel like this guy like was stressed out because of the situation he was in but welcome to five thousand other people that's in that same situation
0: and they don't yeah. go and do this and
1: they don't do this and you and he had a shitty home life. Well, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to talk about. That's what. That's what I wanted you to break down that part. Yeah, that they were having financial problems because he narcissistic people tend to live above their means. We all have money problems, but narcissistic narcissistic people do it in a way where we might have money problems where you know we just bear down, eat light and we can fix it or we can adjust but narcissistic people get the biggest house they can possibly get so that they cuz they, they want to impress people they get the biggest cars and i feel like that is what this guy did like he overextended himself through a house through his cars business. his businesses and
0: he was also wasn't he doing something illegal with his business too where he got um um i thought he 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 went to jail for a little bit before, or um, got arrested. If you look it up, I thought you had looked at it, but um, he was doing some illegal stuff with his business too, with some financial information. Well,
1: probably because they went um a little. Some of the interviews went a little bit more in depth about how bad his home life was. Yeah, and I mean, I just feel like I don't want to give him like, oh, he was in this bad situation and bad things happen, and that. Well, it was anime, a perfect storm. It was a perfect storm, but he allowed it to happen because. If you had went there and he looked to his left or right, there's people having money problems. Money problems are created by yourself. You know, like you're making enough money yeah. if you lived within your means. And So that's that's a you yeah. problem. Yeah,
0: and my, my point was not to say like he had those issues. My point was to say that obviously there was something going on with his head before he joined the military. B- because mm-hmm. for someone to 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 be indicted, oh, that's what I'm right, trying to say. You're
1: Right. You're right. I forgot that's, about this. That's this what, what I'm trying to say. Yes. Well.
0: He 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 before all this yes. happened, like these issues. Yes. He had him while he was in. Yes. But before he got in, he was already willing to commit fraud. Uh, yes. He got arrested. So um, he
1: went to school. He went yeah, to college. Yeah, he, he got a degree in business. Um, I think he he wound up not getting his degree because. Oh, you're right. He dropped sh- out. Yes. yes. So this was a narcissistic person who, um, like, there's plenty of people who go to school and then drop out, and it doesn't affect them. They just chose a different path. So I'm not saying that all these p- things that happen to people are are going to drive them. Insane. to do this yeah it's just that when you're a narcissistic person it eats at you it eats at you that his brother got a degree in finance and he didn't then he went to work with his brother and then he thought he was smarter than everybody else so he started um playing with day trading and investment issues and that stuff is on lockdown yeah like you will and get that's why that's how he got caught yeah ask uh what's your name um she hangs out with Snoop now. <laughs> um, the, oh, yes.
0: The, the, the cooked lady, the cook lady. Martha Stewart. Martha
1: Stewart. Yeah. Like, ask her. You can't, you cannot yeah. fuck with security, the FEC, all of that. So it just shows from an early time that he really struggled. Like, with his narcissism was always getting him trouble. He couldn't just go to college and finish, he couldn't just get a good financial degree. He, ha- he was smarter than everybody else.
0: Yeah, so he got into the situation. So with that being said now, mm-hmm. now we go okay. back to his time with, um, with Conrique. So obviously in the military, you and I both did combat arms. I know you'll argue because you were infantry. I did artillery, whatever. But the point is <laughs> that men in the military, mm-hmm. you would never see this coming, right? Because what you just described, a, mm-hmm. narciss- a narcissistic uh, man in his 20s is <laughs> all of us, right? I mean, we all thought we were smarter than everybody. Mm-hmm. We all thought we were the toughest, the best. I mean, we still do, right? We have these uh, MOS wars with each other, right? Yeah. Everybody talks shit about each other's branch of service. Uh, the you it's know, the- true.
2: I mean, but in the like, we quickly stop it once we just kind of touch your CIB, and then it goes away.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Once you once you touch the CIB, it's it's there's nothing else to say.
0: <laughs> I, I I know what I know what you're you're trying to do there and you're not gonna draw me into a, a war here I'm not gonna kill crystal because you piss me off but. <laughs> um, no but I mean at the end of the day it, none of this seems strange right all of us that joined the military for the most part you know had some spiders In our closets, right? Most of us had. There's a reason why why we joined, and maybe we're. I I was going through some life changes, you know, divorce, things like that. And so when I first joined, so obviously a lot of us in the military go in there with those spiders. And so when you meet each other, it's kind of like your your new start, right? In the military, you you meet all kinds of people with all kinds of backgrounds. So even if even if you knew all this stuff about them, there's nothing weird about that. There's nothing weird, you know. Yeah, that's what I say. But it's it's a perfect storm. Of events and his his mind, while he did not stand out because a lot of guys
1: have money problems. Well, no, and even
0: even just being narcissistic. Yeah, narcissistic. A lot of us are. Maybe maybe he was a little bit more than others. Whatever, who knows? But you still wouldn't be able to tell him apart from someone else.
1: Enrique, did you did you catch any of the narcissism that I'm talking about?
2: Well, okay, so I have a hard time with all narcissism because we're not doctors. We don't know if someone's narcissistic or not. We've never spent time with him. I know he was. Uh, what was that word? He was very um. Where what's that word? When he, very proud of himself. very he held himself arrogant. Fine. Arrogant. That's the one I'm looking for. He was very arrogant. Uh, when when we were you know in the, in our units back in Fort Lewis, he was always really smart, tough, well-spoken guy. He would talk about businesses and he would talk about this and I remember him touching on. You know his business and how he got. You know he got in trouble. He didn't really go into the details of it, but I remember hearing about it from him. And um, and he was he was very arrogant, but I I, I don't know if I can say, you know, narcissistic. Because I didn't, you know, spend too much time with him. We did spend time in the field. We did hang out after, you know, on the streets and everything. That's the only thing I don't see with the narcissist
1: yeah and that's true i mean you knew him you saw him um i'm just going by like looking at his life you can just start see these patterns of where like like i said many people have money problems many people yeah. you know have lost a house <clears throat> many people have Divorce issues or marriage problems. Many people have those.
0: Yeah, you just described. That's exactly no. That's the application to be infantry. That's that's actually they ask you all those things.
1: I guess it's just like how you can tell he's a narcissist. It's just like he doesn't know when to stop. Like he crosses the line. He he from an early age you could see he can he could just not cross. Like he yeah he kept crossing line like he. You know, committed fraud. He um, had to join the military, and then he had to have the, a house that he couldn't afford, and then he had to sell it at a loss. Um, this is a lot of things that it's like if you. It just seems like his way out was to do what he did.
0: So you think this was kind of a, a think, way out, like an This was his cry for help. No, seriously. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: it was his suicide. It was his personal suicide.
0: But he couldn't kill himself. Yeah. Because you're not going to get away. Yeah. And and I'll get into the actually what happened right now. But yeah, go ahead.
2: Well, I want to I want to go back to what you said about you know the anger portion about how a lot of us a lot of us have the anger. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I've, I've had the anger too. I've had a really good friend bleed out on me Mm -hmm. while I held him the whole way back to the hospital. I've had that anger and I've I've had the point where I want to destroy everything and everyone Mm -hmm. around, but I didn't make it happen. So it could just be that I think that some people are stronger willed than others and he Mm -hmm. just let his emotions get to him because one thing about the infantry and you mentioned earlier about getting help is that we have every opportunity to get help. But at the same time, we don't have the opportunity to get help because mm-hmm. either a, we're in charge of groups, and if you're not mentally well, you're gonna lose that group. If if you get help, you're gonna be you're gonna be placed on a you know, there's gonna be a mark on your name that says, well, you know, you know, staff sergeant Enrique, you know, had went to mental health, and he, he's over there talking to you know a couple of doctors. Oh, what's wrong with that dude you know I mean, it's, you're, looking, you're gonna you're gonna be looked down upon in the infantry uh-huh. it, it's hard to explain but it's just the way it is and it's not told to you because they tell us all the time if you have you know suicidal thoughts go talk to this guy if you feel like you're overwhelmed go talk to this guy but low-key down low if you do that, you risk your career. Yeah. And, and that's that's one of the biggest reasons why he probably didn't get help because he could have risked his career. But I do, know there's times. Oh, go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say, but don't you see that as a narcissism that he was that in his mind, he was about to do something horrific.
2: And well, he was, he was intoxicated.
1: Yeah. I,
0: at this point, I think that once you get to that point, though, like, what i i think when you go when you need the help you 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 should go get it right because once you get to that point of no return it doesn't matter if you decide to go in or not right he he made his choice so along the way when he could have gotten the help he didn't right like conrique is saying most of us don't along yeah. the way we're like well this one's not so bad i can handle this one on my own right the next attack happens or the next uh wh- whatever it is mm-hmm. that, that you go through you know it comes in waves i think right and so the next one, you go okay. Well, I handled the last one. I can get through this myself. You know. So eventually, I think they just stack up. And so at that point, yeah. like you saying, even if you wanted to, like there, there was no choice. I think between murdering people and going and asking for help. I think if that choice well, was there, maybe you would. But I think there's
2: always a choice. Yeah. There's always a choice. It's just just scared to. Well, in their mind. Get the help.
1: I know. And that's where I feel like that narcissism comes in because I would think, Karinke, if you got to the point where you were like that anger got so bad that you would ask for like that you knew you were going to do something that I just feel like just, for example, maybe getting out of the military or it was like, hey, I've had I've done my time. Or something like that. There's lots of avenues, but this guy, I think, yeah, his...
2: you ruin your own career. You wouldn't, you, you know. I understand. Yeah, it could be worse. You could be, you know, you could be sent to prison for the rest of your life yeah. without possibly a parole. You know.
1: Yeah, exactly. But you're
2: not thinking that at that point. And life. that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. think yeah. at that point. Yeah, in
0: your mind or his mind, there's no more. There's no choice. Obviously, in his mind, there was no choice. Like I don't think people, because here's the thing: if we're if we're saying he had a choice. Then we're saying he was human at the time he had these these characteristics he had empathy and he obviously he didn't right so i don't think he was himself anymore i don't think he was a soldier i don't think he was human anymore i mean right now i'm about to read what what happened i think at that point you're something else
1: he's so broken right? and he was,
0: and he also he was wasn't angry. a yeah he was angry and was and, and, I, and maybe you know what maybe but
1: i just think that there's been how many intoxicated angry people. Are well, are over
0: there to this level, but but, okay, but that's so why I said the perfect storm.
2: Here's the difference. Mm-hmm. Here's another difference with the infantry. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're deployed, and both of you've been deployed, mm-hmm. okay, both of you were deployed, and both of you are on a major base, right? You're know, yeah. on a base where they have gate guards and they protect the gate in and out, right? Hmm. Not in the infantry. In the infantry, we don't get the the, the luxury of being in a big base where we get to go to the PX or the shop or, you know, the the chow hall every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We don't get that. What we have to do is we we sit on a FOBS. Mm -hmm. FOBS are these small forward operating bases, or they call them cops. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're basically centralized in the towns, in the city, with the locals constantly getting harassed by snipers. Mm -hmm. And this is a constant harassment. You can't walk around. You cannot go... To the restrooms because you're going to get sniped. So what you have to do is they have to put T-bearers everywhere to go to the restroom. We have to build our own homes out there. We, we get it out there. We take over whatever empty buildings available. We build stuff around it and then we make it ours. But in the beginning you're walking around full battle rattle 24 seven, you're pulling guard on your own base. You don't have another unit that just charges that base for protection. You don't have a unit that's in charge of feeding. You don't have another unit that's in charge of logistics. In the infantry, our logistics is okay. We're going to go to the big base, get the stuff, and come back. Our protection is, hey, uh, second platoon, you got guard for this week. You know, uh, guess what? Uh, second platoon, first squad, you got shitter detail. You know, we self-sustain ourselves, and we're co- under constant fire, constant mortar fire. Constant rocket fire and constant sniper fire, which is the worst demoralizing thing in the world when it comes to war. Sniper is the worst one.
0: Yeah, because you can't do anything about it.
2: You can't do nothing about it. It's just, it just happens. And if, and if it's your time, it's your time.
0: But yet, so, yet this, you guys didn't. the Thousands of other infantry guys didn't do this, right? Did, oh. Like, every, despite everything. No, I mean, despite everything you're saying, they didn't do what what Robert did. Yeah, so. and
2: no, no. And, and, and that's, that's the thing is, I, I, I can't justify why he did. I understand it's a lot of people don't understand where, where the infantry lives and how we have to operate and how we get told, oh, we're and to do this. And can't justify what he did, because it was wrong. Even I know it was wrong. And I honestly thought he was a better soldier than I was when I was in. You know, he was. And to me, he was more squared away, squared away than I was. But maybe he just wasn't that much squared away. To no, up I the
0: mean, it, it, but that's, 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 I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. I'm trying to say to you and to Crystal that obviously there's a lot more, like you're saying this anger issue, which I understand there's a certain degree of anger that that can happen that would cause you to do this. But there's also, I think, some narcissism. There's, there's other, there's some mental health issues there's some de- decision-making abilities that that just aren't there anymore for whatever reason, right? Um, it's the perfect storm, right? It's just like a serial killer, right? The same thing that makes a serial killer. Um, there's a lot of kids that go grow up without, you know, uh, both parents, you know, or with abusive mother, which is normal for for most serial killers, right? There's a lot of kids that grow up like that or are abused as a child that don't grow up to be serial killers. But what is that one thing? What is the one thing that makes them different from all those other abused kids? Uh, to grow up to be serial killers. So the same thing here. What is the difference between be, yeah. yeah. It
2: could be narcissism. It could be something in the yeah, yeah, it could be some
0: but but definitely there whatever it is, there was definitely some mental health issue there because no no normal human, like you said a lot of these infantry dudes, they're angry dudes. I get it. You know, uh, my first deployment, you know, um, I was in Kambuka. We had nothing, right? I, I i get it. It sucks. Like, we literally had uh, a berm. Yeah, there's no wall or fence. It was a berm that the engineers were 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 just getting dirt and they were pushing it up higher just so that it'd be harder to get over. But anybody can walk over that. You know, it's, it's hard to sleep at night knowing that. Um, but yet, like you said, uh, your buddies didn't do that. Uh, They didn't go crazy and kill people. Uh, Neither did we, right? Um, Obviously, you know, in some situations, you know, are are questionable when you get attacked and and you shoot back and everything else. But at the end of the day, you know, you're getting attacked, you know, Um, and that's that's the end of that. But this was completely different. So um, with that being said, let me just go into what he did then. So that way, everybody can see exactly what we're what we're talking about. Be
1: like, right now, they're like, "Crystal's kind of a bitch." That's just like, uh, and then they're gonna be like, poor, "No, poor Crystal's gonna... She's coming down
2: on this guy for no reason."
0: Yeah, but the, but the, here's the thing: they're not gonna change their mind, Crystal. They they've always thought you were a bitch. <laughs> just saying. So this if, this this, this if isn't if
1: they were already on that train. This yeah, this, isn't, gonna this, this isn't
0: this isn't helping or, you know, or making it worse. So don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, so on the night of March 11th, 2012, uh 16 Afghan civilians, nine children, some as young as 2 years old, four women and three men were shot and killed in the village of Balandi and Alkazai near Camp uh Balambi. Balambi, I guess that's how you say it. On March 24th, US Army investigators said Bales was the sole person responsible for the shootings which were the result of two separate attacks. Investigators said Bales returned to Camp Belombi after the first attack and left the camp an hour later to commit the second. A senior military official said Bales had been drinking alcohol with two other soldiers on the night of the shooting. In violation of military rules in combat zones, we all broke that rule, okay? Let's just be honest. According to Defense Secretary uh, Leon Panette, Bales acknowledged the killings and told individuals what happened immediately after being captured. Minutes later, he refused to speak with the investigators and asked for an attorney. Bales' uh, civilian attorney, John Henry Brown, later said, "I don't know the government is. I don't know what the government is going to do or going to prove much. Uh, there's no forensic evidence. There's no confession." However, in March 2013, Brown uh said his client would confess to the massacre in return for avoiding the death penalty so and then there's other reports too that talk about him um cutting up some of the body parts and some of the ears and things like that and kind of keeping him as his war trophies. so it, it you yeah. got I mean he lost it yeah he lost it what are you saying
2: no, I was, I was asking, did he
0: really do that? I didn't, I didn't know he did that. Yeah,
2: it said it yeah. on here. It said it on here. He went Vietnam style. Yeah, he went Vietnam style.
0: I mean, here's, here's the thing. Look, I'm going to get a little weird right now because I'm going to get a little veteran right now. At the end of the day, like, that's what we all dream of, right? When we join the military. Is it killing not killing children just all anybody that gets in the way? That's
1: gross. No. no. I to win, I, yes. I to win mine. Get a Get
0: a cigar start smoking. That's just mowing awful. down. People.
1: No. That's what we all. No. That, that's
0: the movies we watch in Vietnam. You're not a boy. So you don't know what little boys think dream of
1: little boys killing children.
0: Everybody. Not, Not just children, the bad no. guys. The bad guys. Let's, quotation marks, the Not. bad guys. But
1: the children. I'm
0: joking. I'm ugh, joking. The children. I just like to get on your skin.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That's, <laughs> this is why I want to set it out because I the, knew. At the end of the
0: day, he did what we all dream of doing when no, we joined the military. <laughs> you are a bad human. I am a bad human. But guess what? At the end of the day, me and Conrique can joke about this, but we'll never go and do this. I know. Right, Conrique? Right, yep. right, right? Right. Oh, okay. I can't even believe you're joking.
1: Because, like, did you not read the part? Nine children were killed. Like, this guy is a douchebag. It's not like he went out and attacked a police, uh, Iraqi police point.
0: What if? Okay, so to hear he me went out.
1: To little, to family.
0: What if he was trying to shoot one bad guy, and he was such a horrible shot that he he killed his whole family. <laughs> he he missed the bad guy and shot the kids. <laughs> What's that on South
2: Park? He's coming right for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come I'm on. I'm so not oh. amused. That's hilarious. This guy <laughs> he, is a piece of shit. And then he went back the no. second time because he realized he missed the bad guy. So And then he went and shot him up again, and he missed him again. And then he got away, and he shot the rest of the family.
1: Oh, my gosh. He was a horrible person that went after ch- – Like, I don't care how – Like, I'm so mad that snipers are getting us. So then he killed women and children. Yeah. It's, he's a piece of shit. Well, he
0: we is, all know that, yes.
1: He is a piece of <laughs> he, shit. Yes. There's nothing like, oh, you, I was in the – I was in the shit. And we were getting sniped at.
0: Yeah, it's obviously. Like, we're talking to... Um, that makes
1: you kill two-year-olds? No. Yeah. He killed... He was a narcissistic, psychotic I think we got her. human.
0: I think we got her. Not, Not
1: even human. Never. Yes, you yeah, did. Yeah, I, I said it.
0: I said he wasn't human that day. He, yes, you're right. But
1: he's... he's. This is what... I I respect everything that Conrad said that he experienced because... He's an American hero. He went through so much. I wouldn't go
0: that far. Come on. Okay. Calm down. Calm down.
1: Um, (laughs) He went through all of this, and I when he talks i can uh, i can understand that anger that's not what i do not feel like that's what this guy was going through no it was a bunch of things because he went I, and killed yeah. babies like how do you kill a 2 year old like that's a, like i'm so mad i'm getting he, sniped he, he, at i'm killing a 2 year old here's the thing you're trying a piece of shit
0: the worst part is you're trying to justify that, that's why that's why i'm like why are you working you're you're getting no, too worked there up no there is no justification like you're getting so worked up over these things these are this can cause that anger right but mm-hmm. that we all can suppress like you two but, are
1: pissing me off i have no desire to go hit
0: yeah but two-year-old. you also don't have all these other things that this mm-hmm. guy had right yes. there's like i said it's it's a storm oh, right i hate him there was probably more than one thing wrong yes. with him right there was yes. a lot of other things going on obviously i mean you don't that's a lot you're right because
1: Ricky's like he's drinking yes <laughs> yes, yeah, can g- drinking. yes, yes can
2: we- now, i'm not trying to throw a plug in but i'd love to have her and this subject well, intoxicated on um, you know what
0: <laughs> yes say it let's talk about it right now
2: the the drunk politics
0: drunk politics is a <laughs> new uh
2: well this, no what, what i'm saying is i'd like to have her on here Taking a couple of shots, and then even me and you can do a tag team on her and talk about it again. Or uh. somebody, you know? Did you say tag team her? Well, you were talking about threesomes earlier. Yeah, so I was oh, no, good.
0: that's I'm just I'm just clarifying, making sure that we're still on the same page. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yes, I I think she would be. No, he, actually, let me go back. She's not a good drunk. <laughs> she's not. She's no, a sloppy. You, a crier. She's a no. She's a sloppy drunk. Like she will. She she gets so annoyed. Like she's the girl that if I take her out drinking, she'll get me in a fight. <laughs> she'll be so annoyed she'll be spilling well, drinks we'll be, on
2: people no but some... she
0: won't even be able to talk she won't even <laughs> be able to argue
2: that's the best part
0: oh i guess we'll oh. have to film it then too because the funniest part is not what comes out of her mouth but oh my god what goes in her mouth <laughs> oh i'm sorry
1: <laughs> i oh my god I am so sorry I am insulted your murderous vet friend.
0: Jesus, you you you're weird.
1: I'm so sorry. No, I think we're on
0: the same page no, here. He, we're on the same page.
2: you talking about him, uh, about Bales?
1: Yeah, like I I went after Bales and you guys are like suddenly like No, no, it's not about He's not pros about before hoes, dude. Jeez. Not, I, I
2: don't it's not about going after Bales uh-huh. because I'll be straightforward. What he did was horrible. What he did was wrong. And he should pay the price for whatever he's getting now. You know, my, the way I feel is everything should be eye for an eye. If you do this, you should get this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to not say that everything that happens doesn't lead up to it. Mm Because there's times, there's incidences that happened with me to where I'm not very proud of. Because, you know... Stuff happens in the war. Could I have shot up a house, you know, that, that I received fire from and completely destroyed that house because it came from that direction? It might have happened, you know? I don't know. But <laughs> it's just you get so angry at you are being that- under constant attack without having a face-to-face fight. Okay, you got this enemy who will not face you they shoot you they run and they take off or they attack you electronically they blow up your friends and you don't even see them they're 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 weak and you can't fight face to face so that frustration gets to you mm-hmm.
0: well every um, week every week i find a new reason to bring bigfoot into the conversation oh, Jesus. so i'm going to go on the limb. he's like
1: telling his soul spilling his soul and you're like um one time i've heard his, i've heard
0: i've heard him have heard him talk about his soul um it's it's dark <laughs> I think Bigfoot may have done this And I think Robert Bales is innocent I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it There's a possibility Sasquatch Sasquatch was out in Iraq Or this was Afghanistan right it's Yeah sure. up yeah. in the mountains yeah. Yep, That could happen I don't know. You guys uh, write into us. Let us know. Was it Sasquatch? Is Robert Bales? I'm gonna start a fund. Three do not. Robert Bales. That's
1: disgusting. I don't don't even. Because <laughs> now there's a pen pal Pamela that's like, yeah, let's start a fund. Do not give this fucker one cent. What do you think? He needs Bernie? to die.
2: No, he. I mean, you know what? Honestly, he, he doesn't need a cent. He's got. He's a veteran. He's been through combat multiple times. They they're gonna claim he's not. You know PTSD. They get their constitutional right, and there actually is um, an organization. What is it? An advocacy that's going to go go to bat for him. In, in December of two thousand nine, I did learn that there is. A, I forgot what the name of this. Um, oh, it's a United American Patriots. Ugh. They announced that they're going to go to bat for Robert Bales because he didn't get. You know, he wasn't tried correctly or. He didn't get his constitutional rights. They feel like he was railroaded by, you know, upper people. So and, and just like, um, what's that? What's that SF guy that, that just got, a claim? Oh, the Navy SEAL guy. Um, I forget his name. It was a Navy SEAL Eddie guy. Gallagher, yeah. Right? That yeah.
0: got the pictures. Yeah. Eddie um, Gallagher,
2: Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher. He was guilty. They were going to put him there and put him away and everything. And then, you know, turns out he really wasn't. guilty. Well,
0: yeah, that, that was, was, that was, yeah. So here's the thing then. Let's, Let's get weird then, as if we're not weird already. What if what if there's something to what Conrique is saying right now? What if his crew, what if his E4 mafia, his guys, went and did this? And what if he took the blame?
2: And he just doesn't want to let him go, you know.
0: Could that happen? Could that be? Because they, they Cause said.
1: Are you saying because he's covering for night, his bros?
0: He's covering for them. Then yeah. here's what I'm going to. It's not his bros. They're his team. His so team. different.
1: Okay. Then that is worse because let's go back to this was a father. And. He let so, murderers out. So no. But he's a father. He has two kids. So his kids have to one know that, that think that their father is a murderer like of the worst kind that kills children. That they lost, I mean, he's not getting any money, so his family is probably very poverty-stricken. It's like there's no retirement. This, this lady, she was probably, like, I know I joke a lot, but if you're following a spouse around, your ability to earn money is limited. Your job prospects.
0: Yeah. I just want to have fun with this conspiracy. Well, I'm sorry. You got, sorry. All, you got all no, real on me. I yeah. did,
1: because I hate this guy. I hate him so bad. Like, why are you guys to kill right. babies?
0: What, what do you, what do you think, Enrique? Do you...
1: So like he like so now his he's destroyed his, his children's lives. Yeah, they, he, they, he
2: destroyed everybody.
0: Yes. If he did it.
1: So so if, if he, did he did took it. if he did it. So if he took like credit or if he took like he for covered his, for his team For his
0: family, yeah. So
1: for his team his military family yeah. no I then I'm sorry, you should be a better father than I would have covered, no, y- covered for you
0: no I would have covered for you crystal, I would have
1: and then I would <laughs> have punched you in the face because we got children that need a mm, father, I still would have covered for you no I'd
0: rather be in prison than here right now. Wait what <laughs> so what do you think you think there's a chance that he could have covered up for somebody else or let's say. He was involved, but there were others involved that he could be covering up with. That might be more realistic. But what do you You think, Brian?
2: I don't think he's covering up for anybody. Um, Maybe he could be covering up for those two guys that he was getting drunk with. Yeah, they were sitting there talking, and they're like, "God, let's go kill." And
0: like, do you think all three of them went, and then that's why he went back a second time to cover up for them?
2: You never know. You could be, but you also got to think about who was running that gate. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, How'd how'd they they get out?
2: You know, some uh, one of the platoons or one of the squads was running that gate. They opened up the gate, for him to roll out in the vehicle,
0: yeah,
2: and come back in solo. And policy is with infantry is there is no less than two vehicles going out at the same time. And that was at that time when right. I was in. You know, before. It used to be no less than three vehicles going out at the same time. I'm pretty
0: sure in 2012, it was the same thing. Pretty yeah. sure you couldn't go yeah, it out. It could
2: have been less. It could have been less because at this time, we're we're talking about police action rather than yeah. combat. In the world.
0: But definitely not alone.
2: Well, now no, that
1: you say of that, I did accidentally drive out in a vehicle with Lieutenant Moody.
0: But that was different. You were going into an area that was just being turned over to yes. the Iraqi government. So they, I just they, didn't know it was turned over yet. It was still part of, yeah, there was still, I think there were still some weird questions on whether that was still part of Talil or not. You're talking yeah. about the ziggurat going yeah. up. Because at one point that was still part of, you know, the the base, I guess. It was still part of a secure area. So, mm-hmm. But at one point, this girl and her other lieutenant, two blondes driving around in Iraq.
2: There okay, you go. Yeah, they, 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 they
0: literally thought they were still on the base because at one point it was it was the ziggurat was part of the A it month was,
1: before it was part of
0: the it. Base. Was it to No, it was Talil right Talil Talil yep. It was part of the base and I know that in 2005 when I was there Our team went to the ziggurat and We were able to take off our gear and kind of hang out take pictures because it was a secure area When you went in 2008 2009, whatever they were j- they had just turned it over to the iraqis and so now it wasn't part that whole ziggurat which is probably what a mile or two mile drive um was no longer a secure area and here are two blondes driving around in a humvee with no v- no no uh, weapons or anything just taking pictures because they were journalists and nobody said that's a damn thing <laughs> you could have ended up like that's this
2: that's a failure that's a failure. the champion so. mm-hmm. well that was her lieutenant <laughs> <laughs> we just drove well, out, out there and we're two.
1: And you know what, I'm going to go ahead and tell the story. It was weird because there was a bunch of, um, so there was Iraqi police guarding it and we just drove past them and we're like, that's weird. And then there was a bunch of um, archaeologists. And then, so they were like civilian people from all over the world that finally had gotten a chance to come to the ziggurat because they were never allowed to before. And then people asked us, they're like, oh, hi. And we're like, oh, we're journalists you know with the 123rd MPAD and so I did an interview and I interviewed them just so I could just like that's what we're doing here.
0: Once and you realize that you were. Once I realized like you're not okay, in this Kansas anymore. Yeah
1: like this is weird and then I just did an interview and I just wrote back and then we never spoke about it again.
0: Until <laughs> now to all five listeners. All
1: five listeners and notice I didn't no matter how scared I did not kill children.
0: Good for you, Crystal. Yay! Good I get a for lollibop. You. you do. You, you <laughs> do. You, you. No,
1: and I don't want to take away from anything Conrad said because I have not felt what he's felt. But I just feel like this guy does not represent the heroes no, I don't that think, we I don't ha- think... are, are over there. And he just gets under my skin because it's the killing of the babies. You know me. Yeah. I'm going to go to prison because I still a baby because yeah. I love all the babies.
0: Some of the other I guys agree,
2: that I agree with the killing of the babies part.
1: I know that cute, cute little.
0: Baby. I disagree with it. I don't. I don't think killing babies is a good thing. <laughs> I don't know why you guys agree with that. That's, <clears throat> that's weird. That's weird. <laughs>
1: we don't agree with killing babies. We okay. agree that it's bad to kill. babies. So we all
0: agree that it's not a good thing to kill babies, right? I just want to make sure we're on the, the same point
1: page. of this podcast. So you In guys are
0: against baby killing.
1: We're against baby. Okay, killing. so am I. Okay, good. So am I. Because we like the babies.
0: Unless you guys want to change your minds. No. no. All right. All right. Last chance to change your minds. Killing babies is bad, right? Yes. Okay. Everybody, you hear it here first in case nobody <laughs> in case nobody understood that part. Yeah. I think we all walked in on this one knowing those things, obviously. I don't
1: think pen pal Pamela realizes that it's bad to kill babies. But pen pal
0: Pamela's don't give a fuck. They don't. They're just down to fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they don't even get to do that because. You can,
0: right? Can't you do no, uh, those I don't visits? think they do
1: those anymore.
0: Conjugal visits?
1: I don't think that's a thing anymore.
0: That's so inhumane.
1: Sorry. Shouldn't kill babies. Uh, Come on. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think conjugal visits are a thing anymore. Well, that
0: ruins my plans.
1: Oh, yeah. So if you were thinking you could get away from this (laughs) by going to prison.
0: I'll just wait till the last 60 years. (laughs) I mean, till I turn 60 and then... I don't have much time on this earth anyway, so... Don't say that. We all... All our times are limited on this earth. Um, anything else you got to say about this guy, your friend, your buddy, your your rep, your battle buddy? Because at the end of the day, I get it. You know, even though he did all this stuff, you guys still have your history, right? You still, like you said, yeah. grew up in the military, went up the rank structure. You knew him as, you know, Sergeant Bales.
2: Well, I knew him as Bales. I didn't we didn't call enough because we were pretty yeah, yeah. much growing the same way. Well. I really, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to say, you know, shame on you for you know killing innocent people, and you know, I'll do what you know. I guess I'll say what Trump said. I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like I'm not I'm not saying yeah you're right or you're wrong, but I'm like you know what you're gonna get your punishment. I wish I wish you the best. I of wish luck.
0: you luck. Yeah, that that's that's a great way to end it. That is a great, uh, you know, just super neutral you're like look dude i knew you we grew up together in the military we learned from each other you even said at one point you thought he was more squared away but you know the best way to go is good luck my friend you chose it
2: turned out that i was right
0: you chose your path what squared away yeah yeah i guess you yeah you. well so far so you're doing good so far yeah, so you still, far. you still haven't killed the whole family yet, so.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> you get an award. There's,
0: there's still time for us, Enrique. <laughs> there's still
1: time. <laughs> gotta get my name in freaking Wikipedia someday. Exactly.
0: <laughs> That's we live off of Wikipedia. People think that we actually know things on here, but we don't. We half the time we're getting ready right before the show. I'd, I'd like, yeah. I, I get prepared. I do print up certain things, um, and then I. Uh, I, I prepare nice little uh, uh, files for us, too. And then we just never look at them until right I know. before the show.
2: But they're nice files.
0: But they are nice. But I do I do prepare. We just...
2: Well, I, I don't know. I you know... I, you know I, was, I was told that, you know, Crystal went and dug deep on this guy. And just under hate mode.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we just unleashed Crystal.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I just... Because, you know what? Have you heard... The, or have you read the GQ article? On him? Oh, because they actually in,
0: they actually interviewed him. He actually yeah, yeah he, he actually an did answer and questions. And
1: that was, you really they did a really good job of like, of asking him questions and kind of trying to get behind like understanding it, and and they really tried. But then at the end of the day, it just was like, no, you were just mad because you you sold your house that week and you um you had to short sell it for fifty thousand dollars less. You're 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 just a you're just a narcissistic asshole. And you took it out. So is that
2: that
1: what they said? Um I'm paraphrasing, but basically (laughs) when I read it it was like
0: fake news.
1: Yeah. When I read (laughs) it it was really just like you you couldn't like when you look at everything it was like it really comes off like that's how i take Whoa. this guy that he just was mad it was like one more failure in his life and he had this he's narcissistic and he had this like you said arrogance that he was so much better and that the fact that just that week his his house sold he had to short sell it
0: well i think he, if you if you read that gq article too i think i think they did the right thing to get the right answers from this guy. So if you yeah. really think he's narcissistic, if he's arrogant, then then the, those journal uh, those those journalists or that journalist did the, the the job right because he he fed him information. He made him feel good about himself. And so he almost wrote it as if here's the excuse of why he did what he did. Right. And so I think the, a guy like that would respond to somebody saying so you had a hard week. You had a hard, like, I understand you, you, you shorts, uh, sailed your, your home. You, th- all this stuff happened, all these things led up to him. So of course they kind of fed him the information so that he could talk to you. Because if you go in there, guns a blazing, like if, if Crystal goes in there with the way she was acting today, yeah, <laughs> he's not answering shit. You no, forget like, for your out. your GQ career is over. You couldn't even get this article. This you know what I mean? Yes. And so that art, when I read that article, I didn't look at it as if like this is the 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 end all be all conversation, right? This is not who he is. This is an article on GQ who, you know, this, this journalist got excited that he got to, to, you know, interview a murderer, a veteran in a very unique situation. And um, I think he did whatever it took to get him to talk and open up. And if that meant, you know, kind of, you know, feeding his ego, if you will. Right. By 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 kind of, you know, kind of giving him a way out. Right. If you gave him a way out, then he's going to talk to you. Unfortunately, you're not going to get 100 percent of the truth. You're just going to get his side of it. And, And that's fair. And you get some of the history and you understand it. But when it's written, you know, you can't really write some of the other points. And they did mention, obviously, you know, he's a bad guy. Um, but I did, I knew, I do know what you mean. It did come off a little bit like they were finding excuses for him on that article, but I, I only think that's just the technique the guy used yeah. to, to get the answers. I, I think he could have written a little bit more uh, detail about the, the event, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's just not what they were going for. So, Ugh, but it, it is a tough. good, uh, it is a good article if it you want to know uh, just d- different things that you don't read about on, on Wikipedia and other pages about it. And him.
1: the details like, cause he shot and stabbed people like the same person and th-
0: that might be where i read about him cutting the, yeah, the ears, ears off and the pieces and of that so was, i mean he was really at the end of the day weird. if you if that guy didn't do that you might not get those details anywhere else so you know yeah i'm um, thank god there's journals uh, journal journalists out there that aren't so emotional <laughs> Crystal,
1: sorry get
0: down to the truth don't let yeah. your feeling don't let your feelings get in the way you basically just did what he did to him right yeah. now on this interview yeah. You lost it. Yeah, you just murdered the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal just lost it. Oh my god! She murdered the pod. She she pulled a, a bales. Listen. So any any you you go over the rails on this podcast, you're gonna go. You pulled a bales. <laughs> <laughs> you went too far.
1: Oh my god. Oh my,
0: oh my god. I just wanted to talk to to Conrique today.
1: I know. I said I needed to sit out because nah, I just it, knew I you, was gonna be crazy. You made
0: it. I think you were the key point in this. Yeah. In this no,
1: it's just I love little cute babies. I mean, if
0: this was if this was me and Carica talking alone, oh my god, it would have been like, hey, we so have been
2: talking about yeah, we've been talking about
0: plucky babies across the field. Yeah, no. it, we would have said like, what I would have done is I would have actually gone this way instead oh. of that way. I would have only used a knife, and then I would have buried it. And then we would oh have, my god! We would have we would have been talking about what
2: shift shift belly up, not belly what. <laughs> We need
1: prayers.
0: That's what we were talking about. So, so thank you. You balanced us, and then you murdered us. <laughs> but no, this was a good one. I I, I waited because this was supposed to. We were supposed to do this a long time ago. In fact, this is going to be our our opener for the uh, the um, uh, dishonorable mentions. But then, you know, we we decided to wait for it. And we were actually going to try to reach out to him and figure out if we could get him to answer some questions, right? But that never happened. Uh, but we figured, what better, what better month to do this on than October, um, Halloween month, as we call it in our household, because we love Halloween, and this is this is a pretty gruesome one. So this fits in right with uh, for Halloween. For Halloween, I'm going to go as Robert Bales, <laughs> so, with, with some ears around my neck, Vietnam oh my style.
1: <laughs> Everyone will just think you're Daryl from.
0: No, they'll just think I'm me. They're like, oh, Mario's oh. being Mario. Oh,
1: look at Mario. Mario
0: pretending he was a badass again. but anyways sir bernie thanks again for for coming on and sharing your your knowledge your stories your history
2: thank you thank you for having me
0: and i look forward to this uh we're going to work on this i want to help you out uh drunk politics yes um where i mean we didn't really get into it but essentially we're going to get two people drunk the opposite views on politics and, uh, you know, people that can actually talk, people that can actually argue uh, a good point, make good points, but we're going to get them drunk.
2: Yes. And
0: uh, you're, you're, uh, I, I love the idea when you came, when you called me up on it and I was like, I think we've got something. So that's good. Let me know what you need, man. And we can make this, this work, whatever.
2: I guess now I just need people now. It's just that's it. So you got everything else ready? I got cameras. I got cameras. I got logo i need to print out the logo
0: and put it on the backdrop you need um, to like do, you need make software. a banner
2: yeah well yeah yeah i already have that up and i sent you that already the
0: software yeah that that or oh, is that what you're going to print up That the logo you sent me yeah just
2: put them as a banner that's it and, and then put it in the background
0: i know that um you're you're in nevada um yeah. so you want people there though right you don't um, want this so be able to be on the phone or we anything we can do
2: two things we can do two things i can go to you you know, over a weekend or over a day, knock out a you know a session, or we can have people come here.
0: Well, either way, we'll put the word out there. So if you got uh, some smart uh, Democrats and some smart Republicans out there that are willing to to get a little toasted and then argue their their points, uh, let us know, and we'll get you on Conrique's show. But I honestly think it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's kind of like Hot Ones, you know, the the show where they eat hot wings and then they interview people.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so this will be fun. Never,
2: yeah, that's kind on. Of, I want to stick that out. And you
0: actually have two shows right here, because you have the pre-show, which is when they're getting drunk, because you know they're going to be talking <clears throat> shit at that point, and then you have the show after they're a little inebriated, and then they're actually discussing it. And I'm assuming you're going to be moderating this? Yeah. All right? You But you got to be fair, though. Oh, of course. You got to be fair. You got to be fair. I can't wait to see this, so... but. All right, anyways, uh, let's close this show down uh, once again for Conrique, Infantry is Life. Uh, And Crystal, I hate all men. Oh, Jesus. I'm outside the wire. Guire, take it easy. Are you all ready to up your drinking game? Absence Minded AZ is a pretty freaking amazing and super rare company. Absinthe is truly an acquired taste type of drink. People like Picasso, Hemingway, and Van Gogh were known to throw back a few. I mean, the Raven may have never been written if Edgar Allan Poe wasn't drinking this stuff, who, by the way, was an artilleryman in the United States Army. Go Redlegs. This misunderstood spirit became legal again in the United States in 2007, and now you can try it for yourself here in AZ. Plus, co-owners Doc Ordovich and Justin Slusher are pretty cool dudes. Absinthe Minded is produced with 100% natural herbs based off of traditional formulations with variations to accommodate the palates of the modern drinker. Pour, sip, and enjoy. So, if you want to find out more about this amazing company, go to their Facebook page or AbsintheMindedAZ.com, And their Instagram page is pretty dope. Mmm, Catino Sauce Company has the sexiest, hottest, hot. Uh, <clears throat> nope, no, that's all wrong. Hold on. Catino is the sexiest, hottest, hot, hot sauce. Damn it. That's all wrong. What no. are
1: you doing?
0: Trying to record this ad for Catino Sauce Company.
1: Catino? You mean the best damn hot sauce on the planet with tons of flavors like jalapeno, habanero, chipotle, verdi and all kinds of others I can't pronounce. They also have amazing limited flavors like mango and blueberry.
0: Yep, that's it. My favorite is Ghost. It makes my butt burn. <laughs> you gotta act fast though, cause they're always selling out of that one. Okay. Just visit CotinoSauce.com for more flavors and customized bundles. Also, go ahead and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. My homeboy and CEO of Cotino Sauce Company, Jacob will appreciate that. Um, Where are you off to? I'm going to check out Alien Donuts. They are a
1: funky, hip donut concept with planetary beats and out-of-this-world treats. They have vegan, gluten-free, classics, specialty, and
0: space-based donuts. Yum. What else have they got?
1: They also offer nitro brew coffee, rocket shakes, and freshly made ice cream.
0: And how can I find them, Crystal?
1: Well, they are located in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale on 5th Avenue. You can also find them on Facebook, Instagram, or AlienDonuts.com. Donuts stop believing! Sweet Stash is a home-baked business specializing in cake pops, brownies, cakes, and more. Celebrate your special occasions with all of your favorite people. If we're at a party and they have sweet stash, I know where Mario will be. by the cake pop stand. To place your orders, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. What you
0: drinkin'? My favorite drink ever. Pistachio blended brew with a coffee base and a little extra shot of caffeine from Sweets Cold Brew Coffee Company. Gotta get ready for that show, Crystal. And did you know that Sweets Cold Brew is the first and only cold brew coffee shop in the state of Arizona? It's for rad people only.
1: I'm rad. The only thing that would make them better is if they sold beer and wine.
0: Funny you should say that. Just check out their menu at sweetsbrew.com. That's Sweets with a Z in the middle. Uh, They also got an awesome Instagram page. Have you all heard of Valor's Veterans Community AZ? Well, let me tell you about them. They are a 501c3 nonprofit which helps organize social gatherings and volunteer opportunities for veterans and their families. VVC was created in 2018 by our good friend, Ro Gonzalez. You may have heard him on this show before. Uh, This guy's awesome, man. He's got the hookup to all sorts of sporting events, movie premieres, and all kinds of cool shit. Bringing like-minded people together not only allows everyone to share resources, but also helps reconnect that bond military members had while they were still in the service. VVC AZ also holds a monthly coffee social the third Saturday of every month where local organizations can share their resources. Their goal is to build Arizona's strongest veteran community by engaging veterans one at a time. Please check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and ValorsVeteransCommunityAZ.org.